What's up, listeners? This is Ilari and Marcel from Better Brands Podcast, brought to you by Sightly, your Nordic brand tech agency for growing your business. Many companies and startups are struggling with standing out in the online world and losing money because of confusing branding and unclear message. Branding is not just for big corporations, but for everyone. We want to simplify branding by bringing you the stories from the most successful brand leaders, as well as tips and tricks that you can immediately use in your business or your career to build the brand you deserve. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Better Brands Podcast. And I'm your host, Ilari. Aka Rocky Balboa. And on the other side is uh, Marcel Aka Hamon Serrano. Hamon Serrano from the uh, episode number five. Thanks guys, and it's really great to be back in the studio again. And this is actually our last episode. It's a successful brand in, in seven days. And our last topic is really, really interesting. Actually, how to make money on your success funnel. So our topic today is how to get traction to your success funnel. And so what that actually means is to get more leads if you're B2B, uh, more sales if you have a web shop. So basically it's just a whole lot more conversions. So better conversion rate on your success funnel. Right, Marcel? That's right. So let's, let's start from the basics. How to get traction to your success funnel? There's actually quite many methodologies that you can use. You can use growth hacking, growth marketing, digital marketing, conversion rate optimization, marketing automation, Google ads, um, whatever. Quite many things you can actually do. Yeah, my favorite buzzwords are uh, growth hacking uh, and uh, then growth marketing. This two is, is not quite the same. Um, very close, but uh, in my in my in my vision, something like a growth hacking. It would be a person. It would be an entrepreneur who who just who's who has nothing to lose, and and any tricks can work, and anything what what works and brings success. Exactly, that's cool for especially startups. So anybody basically can learn it quickly. Yeah, with low uh, budget, uh, you know, spending yeah. low budget for. Uh, and we also methods. bring actually a growth tool that you can actually uh, use. So please feel free to download it from our website and, and use it on your, your uh, traction for your successful funnel. So what's the difference between growth hacking and growth marketing, Marcel? Well, the growth hacking is, is about anything but indicate growing, whatever it means. So it's a fast or slow process? very fast and, and and really any trick which we never used before it's okay yeah it's valid exactly is growth hacking uh something that you do online or can you do it like out there somewhere and let's say you're driving a highway i think everything exactly free. yeah so basically it's just you know acquisition focus so you get more leads more sales and you use a lots of experiments and and you really, really refine outcomes. But growth hackers lean heavily on technology, so they're really bizarre. They, they know how to use these tools. Yeah, like on the previous episodes, we talked about the success funnel uh, KPIs. So it's really important when you're using growth hacking technology or techniques that you actually use the analytics. So you understand what changes you are actually making and what is the impact on your business yes. when you're doing campaigns, for example. Yes, in the meantime, growth marketers, they are focusing more to sustainable growth. Um, so they try to, they try <clears> through <throat> techniques to use with consistency uh, 
to really so, like, understand SEO? more deeper people and yeah, competition and business. Yeah, I think search engine optimization is a good example on, on that one. And also uh, growth marketing also tries to automate quite many things. So marketing automation is really important on, on the growth marketing side as well. Can you be in the same time a growth hacker and a growth marketer? Yeah, of course. Is the same person? <laughs> but hey, we have actually five steps how to start start get traction on your success funnel. So um, should we go into steps or should we tell our uh, dear listeners uh, where the growth is actually coming from to the success funnel? Well, uh, just it uh, sticked in my memory, the first first uh, company who started to use online retail, uh, the show giant Zappos. So there's mm. basically two pictures of the shoes at retail, retail uh, shoe stores and sold the shoes online for, for no profit to test and then see if there was, ever, there was even a market for purchasing shoes online. And they were icebreakers because it just generated a lot of uh, success and um, yeah. income. So if you guys are struggling with conversion rates uh, and, and, or your conversion rate is less than 2%, you should definitely listen to our episode today because there's usually a lot of techniques that you can combine and you can actually reach more than 10% of conversion rate on your success funnel. It can be e-commerce or B2B website. So should we go ahead on the five steps? Yes. Number one is acquisition. What's that and where? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it? It's somewhere out there. Serious outside strategy. In yes. the sky. Yes. Is it like a balloon that has you know painted all over? Sign buy from here. Well, it's a <clears throat> it's a more plastical thing. Yeah. Uh, if you think about uh, PayPal, they actually back in time <clears throat> they they paid for users to sign up, uh, and then and then suddenly they got the First, they were paying, but then they became so successful from this. That actually uh, came from eBay. I remember yes. that case that, that eBay was actually building their own um, transaction platform and, and just, you know, payment payment gateways. And then PayPal actually offered to, you know, to do it basically for free. And that was just, you know, start of their success story. And they started implementing and I think eBay discarded their own <laughs> own development on, on the payment gateways. And now... Everybody knows PayPal around the world. So yeah. the acquisition is, is that you define, like in the previous episode mentioned, you define the audience that you're trying to reach. And actually the episode number four is the brand buyer personas. And, and uh, you want to acquisite those uh, target uh, customers that actually would, you would benefit the most, right? But how? Mm, there are so many ways you can do it. For example, let's say PPC, you do it on Google ads, uh, Bing ads, um, or whatever platforms. Yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> for example, segment the segment customers in your welcome emails. Mm. What else you can do is, is that, you know, use programmatic buying is basically banner advertisement, native advertisement. Uh, for example, you can do uh, Spotify advertisement, social media, or what, what? Any channels that you can use to get more uh, more people coming on your success funnel on the top end. So 
just get a big mass of customers and then you understand like what are the best segments that you should actually start segmenting more, right? True. So now you understand now that who, who do you want to reach? First, you have to use the shotgun method to, you know, uh, to get your uh, brand out there and then start, you know, narrowing it down a bit more. So that's like growth hacking. Try different acquisition channels and, and test them out. See one, which one works for you the best. But don't make make uh, too long uh, experiments. I would say like 30 days would be enough to run like, for example, Google Ads campaign, see if it has any traction and then you discard or continue from there. Yeah. Of course, you can do A-B testing, but that's another story. Yeah, very interesting. Now let's go to the second step. That's it's the one that I love. Increase uh, conversion, conversion rate. Um, this is the point at which a recipient of a marketing message performs his desired action. In other words, uh, conversion is simply getting someone to respond to your call to action. Exactly. And many companies are heavily investing on the first phase, the acquisition phase. So they're using their marketing budgets, let's say 90% of their marketing budgets going in the first phase. So Google advertising, Facebook advertising, whatever digital marketing channels that they're using. And they're using only 10% of their marketing budget on, on this one. But actually, if your conversion percentage or the rate is less than 2%, you should actually start increasing more money on improving on your conversion rate on your success funnel. I would say spend 50% of your marketing budget to start increasing your conversion rate. Yes, so you have to offer for the readers something something useful, yeah. a content uh, <clears throat> like white paper or template. So make it usable, something what readers can, can take and apply to their business. Yeah. And they are happy because uh, and they will yeah, be satisfied and will give the email address. So let me, let me share with you a, a good example. It, it's, uh, it's called Banklino. What is that? Uh, Banklino is... Uh, Which country is it from? Is it Italy? No, it's so. Anglo-Saxon. So in, this, in their case, they just uh, shared a very simple uh, checklist, bonus-free checklist. Uh, the topic was uh, top 10 Google ranking factors and in it increased the conversions by 785%. Oh, so basically they created a <coughs> valuable content that their target audience wanted to download and that lift up the conversion percent sky high. But in order to identify this, I think you should use more analytics. So you map out the conversion path on your success funnel and use analytics heavily, especially on when you have the CTA buttons on, on your platform. So you analyze what is happening there and why. When you understand the why, when people are not clicking and, and, and then you can actually start making changes. But how do you understand? I would say heatmap analytics, recording sessions, uh, form analytics tools, uh, Google analytics, basic page view analytics or whatnot. It's just a combination of, of these. But to increase the conversion rate is that first you understand the analytics part, but then you start making actually the growth hacking tests, right? Yeah, you can see from the buyer persona's uh, uh, data, how many downloads were, what was interested for, 
exactly and, and make sure that when you are running the tests uh, the tests are not affecting to each other so for example if you're testing like a google ads campaign and it's directed to a specific landing page so make sure that landing page tests are not parallel running to each other so it doesn't affect the first test that you're actually running uh, biggest companies are running like tens of different tests on their success funnel at the same time on different different pages but they make sure that they they put it on, on a ClickUp or monday.com or excel that what they're testing and what was the result yes. so it's really understand that was the test failure or not exactly exactly and um let's hop to the next step third one create inbound content which is a uh, attract convert close and delight yeah that's the hubspot way of of doing it with with the flywheel and i think hubspot is is really great example how to get the inbound working for you hubspot has been around for more than 10 years and they've created so much content around marketing and sales and uh, customer success stories that you can actually you know get all the knowledge you ever want on, on relating these topics and it, it's not just the content that they have it's how they get traction for their brand people want to talk about so they become brand ambassadors to hubspot so you get actually the real traction to success funnel that you create content that is delighting your your customers yes everybody can can find what they are looking for so attracts attracts a a certain customer by creating valuable content and experience ex experiences tailored to them on um, what ways um, blog infographic white paper <coughs> ebook webinar podcast or video series yeah those should be mapped out according to the uh, customer journey so uh, I think blog is good but it's maybe not the perfect way to have people when you're trying to convert them on, on the last stage of customer funnel on the decision phase. Yes. It can be good in the loyalty phase when you are serving your current customers with the newest, newest news on, on your industry. Yes, for instance, one of the most uh, uh, successful, uh, just a sample inbound, inbound uh, content was, uh, was a simple job advertisement by uh, Digital22, um, they were just showing a day, they called it a day in the life <laughs> of working, uh, it's a marketing agency, and, uh, and it was just pretty funny, I read the article and it's just uh, very, you know, personal and laid back. Yeah. Hi guys, it's Tuomas, producer of Better Brands Podcast. Sorry for interrupting the episode in which we'll be right back with. I just want to take a quick break to tell you that there is a global problem in branding. The problem is that cool brands like yours are hidden from your potential customers to find. When customers can't find you, it doubles the sales and marketing effort you have to put in. The problem is not your fault because the right tools and frameworks haven't existed before now. We have created a framework which consists of seven steps. How to create a successful brand in seven days. Every step has its own tool to help you on your journey of creating a successful brand. 
This is the seventh step in our framework, and we want to give you the free crowd hacking tool for your crowd. With the tool, you can create hypothesis for your crowd hacking tactics and prioritize them based on the potential they have on your success funnel. Now you can start your crowd a lot faster because the brands like yours deserve so much more. It's our mission at Better Brands to make awesome brands like yours visible so your potential customers can find and fell in love with you, whatever you are, one-man show or employer of thousands. Let's start making difference in branding today. And now, back to the episode. Number four, create a lead magnet. I know yeah. that you love this. <laughs> yeah, that's conversion rate optimization. Well, lead magnet by itself is great. But there are so many different lead magnets that you can actually create. It can be game, it can be an inbound content, uh, it can be an online tool, something that actually is bringing value to your customers or, or your prospects, that they can use it for free and, and they're, yeah, like ga opt -in. they're gaining, gaining benefits from that without that they have to you know, purchase anything. And I know going back to the HubSpot, they actually started with this lead magnet, lead generation with website grader tool that you can actually still use on, online. So it basically that tool analyzes how, how uh, your website is performing. And it's just a free tool. Basically you yeah, give out your, your uh, website address and your email address and you know you start analyzing it. You, you get really cool resort uh, how your website is working. So think of, my, of, of these kind of things that you can actually use. These can be calculators. Let's say that you're a renovation company, so you can have like a, how much a renovation would cost, like a free estimate tool that, well, I live in a department building and this is my flat size and I want to take down that wall and make that kitchen or whatnot. Yeah. Or so you bring value right, right there. Yeah, or for example, a company, Story Terrace offers uh, sample chapters of the books in exchange for an email address. Uh, so I think it's a bit similar when you would like to go to a restaurant and uh, taste the, the sip of beer or good wine, mm. and uh, and then you ask uh, uh, just a test, just yeah. for testing. Yeah, the bartender can say, you want to try this new beer? And then he hooks you on that beer, saying, well, this is good. And then you just buy a pint yeah, or two. it's good quality, it's, yes. Or if it's even a bad quality, there's like a, uh, you are in depth of, of that person. Okay. Or not really, but but you you feel like it actually. It's the same thing with the lead magnet. So you're giving out something and you're gaining something. Yes. So it can be so many things. Just think about how what works for your business. Um, check check different kind of, of tools in the internet. You probably came across a few and try them out and see which one works for your success funnel for lead lead creation. Exactly, like cheat sheet workbook, case study, all kind of things. Yeah. And um, should we go to the last step? Yeah, it's analyze and improve. Yeah. So I think Eric Ries put it well in the Lean, Lean Startup book is, is that how actually you can start implementing the actual testing. And Was it build a test, measure it and learn it? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, so first you need a hypothesis. So what are you testing? First you have to understand, like let's say uh, you have a landing page which you want to 
get people to sign in for your webinar and you're lo looking analytics and you see that people are not converting. So your hypothesis would be like, this page is too long, the form is on the bottom of the page. So maybe if I lift the form up, people will sign up. So you make the hypothesis and then you build it. How do you test this stage? Well, you can actually use, let's say, uh, Google has free tools for this one as well, Google Optimize. There's many CMS platforms that offer A-B testing as well. Then you put it out there, see for a couple of weeks, depending on, on how many people are visiting your page, and you measure it and see if it works or not. And then you put it on a backlog, of course, that when you have to sort of text, text <laughs> Excel, uh, you make sure that you're not, you know, as said previously, make sure that the tests are not running parallel and conflicting to each other, because otherwise they will cannibalizing your results that you're trying to achieve. Yeah, nice word. All right. So make, make sure that, that you keep continuously testing and measuring and uh, making changes. In, in order for you successful all the work, it's really, really important to use the analytics and the testing culture, improve always with, with tests and, and other tools that you can use. So this was for today, how to get traction to your success funnel. And uh, let's recap the five points. Yeah, the first, you need the customers to come into your success funnel. So the first step was the acquisition. acquisition. Where are you going to get customers from? Yeah, the second was uh, increase conversion rate. Yeah, make sure that when you're bringing from the first step, the potential customers into success funnel, make sure that you measure it. And then the third one, create inbound content. Yeah, make sure that you have really cool content that people fell in love and want to consume and of course come back. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's really simple. Okay. Uh, number four was create a lead magnet. Yeah, something that I actually forgot to mention about lead magnet is something that uh, when you're creating a lead magnet, uh, I think it's good that when you're trying to create it, it would go viral. So you wouldn't have to invest heavily on the marketing part of the lead magnet. So it kind of lives on its own and bringing you leads all the time. Yeah. Number five is analyze and improve. Yeah. So, so the testing culture, make sure your success funnel is, is constantly being analyzed, the forms, the usability testing, web analytics tools, and uh, keep a track on, on all the tests that you're running. That's it. And that actually wraps up our seven step framework of creating a successful brand in seven days. It's been quite a ride. Yes, very interesting journey. And now, we're, as well. yeah, now we're actually moving to a different kind of era in, in our podcast series. So now we're actually starting to interview potential uh, uh, success funnel successes. So stay tuned and uh, l keep on learning. <laughs> Oh yeah, the door of our recording studio will open soon. Yes, thanks guys and uh, see you in next episode. Thanks for being with us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode has been a part of our Better Brand series, how to create a successful brand in seven days. We'll cover all the secret ingredients of branding and in each episode, one of the ingredients in more detail. Follow these seven steps and use the provided tools in each episode to start making an impact in your business today.
Hi guys, and thanks for listening Better Brand Podcast. Better Brands, we want to make branding a simple task, not a drag. That's why we'll give you the stories, tools, and best practices you can use to build the brand you deserve. See you in the next episode.